Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Right now, though, we're going to talk a bit of league, and I'm going to throw it back to Tony Kemp to intro our next guest. Yeah, good man, too. Um... Then we're talking a bit uh, too this morning. Izzy, the Warriors are named a nearly completely unchanged side this week to face the Broncos, but that doesn't quite mean that there won't be more movement in the halves. I think Sean Johnson, he's been named on an extended bench. And depending on how training feels this week, could make a second appearance for the club this year. Our man Blue McLennan, who's a former coach, a very good coach too, uh, coached the Kiwis and the Warriors. A sh- extremely sharp rugby league mind um, knows exactly how much a win is crucial for the club this week. Bluey, good morning, mate. How are you? Good, Kempi. How are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Good to, good to talk. Haven't seen you for a little while. How's things going, mate? What are you up to these days? Oh, just just at work, mate. Just, um, you know, nose to the grindstone. You know how it goes, man. Yeah, of course, mate. Good, good, good man, Albert. Man, always got your nose to the grind. Hey, Bluey, what do you what do you take, mate? First two games of the season. I know you've uh, you obviously keenly watched the games. What what do you take out of it? What where do they need to improve? Oh, I think they've got a bit of a weakness in the back five, especially coming out of trouble. Mm. I mean, there's there's not a lot of size there. Like both centres are, you know, lightweight really for for centres um, and. You know, that's that's the Achilles heel I'm seeing for the Warriors. Like, uh, they haven't come across a good team yet. Um, when they do, I, I would say they're going to have a lot of trouble getting you know, getting out of their own end. And, uh, you know, and there's a bunch of other stuff too, obviously, defensively. They look a bit, you know, they look a bit uh, cumbersome through the middle at times when the ball's being spread. Um, you know, examples, Tigers, you know, picking up that try just with some push on the inside. Um you know, when you're getting points scored up in that middle third of the field, you know, that, that's pretty much an insult to your uh, defensive system. Mm. Uh, so, you know, the Warriors have got, they got a lot to improve on, mate, in my opinion. Hey, Bluey, Izzy here, mate. Great to have you on the show. Um, just, yeah, what, what, what's your take on the mistakes, mate? Like, there's, there was a ton of mistakes in that last effort, uh, particularly towards the end. When they're trying to close out a game, uh, the mistakes were just flowing rather easily. Is that, is that something to do with, I've spoken about training, maybe training under pressure, how they're approaching trainings and then transitioning that to the field. Is, is that 
the kind of case with the Warriors, or, or, or are they easy fixes and, and that's just the way the, came, the game's kind of flowing on, on the weekends? Yeah, hey, Izzy. Um, yeah, mate, I, you know, you, you, can't, you can't beat good preparation, can you? Mm. You know, like you mentioned about, like, doing it in game situations in the game with, with that intensity. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be the first thing that you, you would, would rectify. Uh, also, I think there's, you know, a little bit of confidence issues. Mm. I mean, the big one was, was Chanel, you know, going around on a sweet play, trying to pick up short side and, 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 and outnumber them. And he coughed it up, and um, you know, so that that's an error a half shouldn't make. But like, he's a kid I really like because he competes. But his form this year has has dipped a bit, mm. and you know, that's a bit gutting uh, because I, you know I think he's a good player. So with your question, I think yeah, it's it's that preparation's got to be bang on, but also I think there's there's little dips in confidence in some of the individuals. Mm. Yeah, Blue, pr- pretty interesting, mate. Oh, look, I agree with the, the back five, and I think the confidence, I, I just want to ask you a little bit more about that um, that statement there. The confidence, with it's not surprising with Chanel. You know, he's, he's been shopped around and doesn't know whether he has a contract for next year. Um, so playing, playing with a bit of anxiety at the moment. Do you think that confidence... Um, or that lack of confidence is is ruminating through the team at the moment with the way that Brownie's coaching them? It could be. Uh, it's really hard unless you're actually there and seeing it and, you know, just watching players. But, um, yeah, it, 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 it's hard to tell. But, like, Chanel always competes. And, uh, you know, he's not the fastest. But, you know, I've seen him do some really, really good plays, you know, uh, over the last couple of years, where he put himself in positions that he didn't have to be, um, you know, and he's, uh, yeah, he just, he's down on form, which for me, you know, players that are real competitors, that's that's a worry, that's a bit of a barometer, when, they, when they're down on confidence, something's, something's not right, so, yeah, that that's a bit of a concern, there's a number of them, mate, I, I you know, they played Brisbane this week and, um, you know, Brisbane absolutely got towed up by that good kick chase, you know, and intensity that uh, Todd Payton's brought, bringing into uh, North Queensland. Um, so, like, if the Warriors can't beat Brisbane, they're in, they're going to be in some, you know, pretty serious trouble, really. Mm, yeah, totally agree, Billy. But what about the halving centre, uh, halving combination, mate? They, they haven't really settled. Obviously, injury plagued has, has made that decision that uh, obvious. But with Sean Johnson coming back potentially on the bench, what is your number one halving combination for the Warriors? What do you like? What do you want to see from them? And who do you want to see play? Um, it's difficult because um, you know they they tried Ash Taylor and defensively. Mm. He was really poor. Um, Sean, when his first game, you know, he he was brought in to control it. He didn't do that job. I thought he was poor in the first game. I, I was a bit bewildered by the commentators at the time saying he played well. Um, Love it. So, look, really, you've got to go... For me, I'd go with Sean mm. and I'd go with Chanel. Um, Cody... Cody's issues, a lot of issues, Cody Nicarima's issues in, in uh, playing as a half is mainly his pass selection, for, mm. in my opinion, and 
that's something that a half uh, pretty much gets born with. Um, it's you know it's a real instinct a lot of times. He's good at going in and doing the short pass and squaring up and hitting the short, but mm. the moment he's got to start trying long and, and and you looking at different options, he struggles with it. And I don't think he improved that very. You know I don't think he improved that. Uh, in a season anyway, uh, takes years. So I would go with Chanel and, and, and Sean and get Sean and fire, be firing Sean up. He's got to play with a you know, a tougher mindset mm. um, than he did in this first game. You couldn't agree. Look, you could hear us, mate. You could, we couldn't agree more with Sean. I, I, I thought those big errors in that first game was, was exactly what the Warriors didn't need, uh, didn't need at that time. But... Um, Louis, I, I know you sit. I know you sit down. You got you got a fantastic mind in and around football and what the team looks like and what you would do. What where where would you make the changes in that Warriors side? You know, if you if you had an ideal world and and you were selecting the side, who would you and you had your choice of anyone in the competition um, to fill some seats in the Warriors? Who would they be and what positions would they be in? Oh, I think they need some strike on the edges, mate. Um... Yeah, obviously they went for Joseph Manu, and um, mm. you know, I mean, geez, wow, that would have been good. Wouldn't he be the player? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and you can play him anywhere too. You'd almost uh, be tempted to try him in at five eight. He's, he's, you know, or, or, or fullback. He's that good. Yeah, I, I think mainly out on the edges. There's just not a lot of strike. Um, so he'd be the number one. But I'd even be, you know, I'd be tempted to put Josh Curran on an edge. Um, and have him playing and and uh, you know trying to create, and then you could, because I like it when Jazz comes on. I think, you know, he's really uh, he's really trying hard to curb his ways, isn't he, Jazz? You know, he's got a bit of fire in him, and uh, you know, don't we love that in a, in a teammate? You know, someone that's going to rip in and you know try and rattle cages, and he's doing it this this year. He, I don't think he's been penalised. Um, so, but he brings energy. So I'd be looking at having him at lock and um, and having you know putting Josh Curran on edge. I think that would that would help a lot. That that'd be the first thing I would do for them. Yeah, beautiful. Love those little insights and and lead-ins there from you, Bluey. Hey, quickly before we let you go, um, I feel like the last couple of weeks there hasn't been anything positive to kind of talk about. With the Warriors, and I, I feel like there's got to be something. Is there something that the Warriors are doing well or anything positive that we can kind of look for on Saturday night and say, okay, this is something they're doing really well, and, and if only they touch up on the things you've spoken about, then they'll be a quality side. Is there anything? Yeah, I think they're trying to um, they're trying to uh, open the middle up a bit by some some early shifts and then coming back, but. There's probably just need a, they just need their halves pushing through, mm. um, having push through supports. You know, in every team they should be counting their 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 seven, six, and one their their push throughs. And I, I, I'm also seeing um, some improvement in, in Reese Walsh. He's still got a way to go yet in, in, in defensive positioning, but he's really trying, and uh, he he's got that competitiveness in him. Mm. Um, and he's also got that spark, hasn't he? Uh, he's got that speed that that just yeah, you know, just threatens everybody, puts them on the edge of their seats. And so I'm seeing improvements in him. And 
you know, I, I yep. read where he was talking to Billy Slater, and you can see he's really trying to get in positions. Still got a way to go, but he's cramping up because he's he's probably running more than he's ever run. Mm. Um, so, mate, what an excitement machine he is. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the main reasons I'm, I'm enjoying looking at the Warriors just to see what that kid could come up with. Yeah, I'm the same, mate. I love seeing exciting players out there, and uh, he is one of the ones to watch. Quickly, last one, Bluey. Who is the team to watch? Who has excited you in the NRL and made you turn on the TV because you want to watch them? Oh, look, Penrith, uh, yeah, they're top of the table already. What they did last year was outstanding. Um, yeah, they're the team, and then and I'm always interested and always support the team that had won it the year before and how they navigate their way through the year because it's damn hard because mm. everyone's after you. Uh, you, you know, you always watch the, you know, the the uh, the previous winners through that year, and you know, you know they're doing it tough, and just how they're doing it, mate. What a system they got going. So I've been really impressed with them. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Well, we thank you for coming on the show, Blue McLennan, Brian McLennan. We appreciate you. Thanks for your little take on the Warriors and the entire NRL. And uh, as al- as always, have a cracking day and the rest of the week, mate. Cheers, boys. Take care. Good chat, Bluey. Beautiful, beautiful. Kimpy, uh, it's almost like uh, you and Bluey watched the game together, the first game of the season <laughs> together about Sean Johnson, mate. It's uh, that's, that's kind of spooky. Yeah, look, um, you know, he's a his him and his father were really, really good mo- uh, football minds. You know what I mean? Like Mike McLennan uh, should have coached the Kiwis, he, and he only didn't coach the Kiwis because at the time Graham Lowe was a the Kiwi coach. Um, Mike did a wonderful job going over to St Helens and. Coached professionally and, and brought a lot of good players through. You know the Kevin Iros, the 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 Blueys, and all them, um, Daryl Williams, all those people. So he's got a really good take on the on the football game. Um, and he's I mean, he's done he's done some good stuff. You know he's, he he flogged the the Aussies in that Four Nations final if you remember, and, and comes up with some real good strategy. So when he's looking at the game, you know we we are sort of looking at it a little bit differently than a punter. And Although Sean Johnson does, you know, a punter looks at the flashy stuff. They like to see the tries and the passes and the kicks and the and the and the stuff that really, you know, uh, I, I guess gets the taste buds going. But what you didn't see in that game against um, that first game out um, from Sean was that the first the first try was a, was a lazy defensive decision. Um, he tried he tried to milk a penalty. I think they've been trying to do that too many times this year in the NRL. And then a couple of really big plays on the early tackles you know he's throwing a, a pretty average pass out to the right right hand side where the winger should have been hit on the chest and had a, had a clear under the try line but that that kick on the second tackle when they're only two points behind with 12 minutes to go was was just a brain explosion um, and when you've got a marquee player that you're playing um, top dollar and, and bringing back who's saying that he knows how to manage a game better come up with decisions like that you, you you can't you can't be not disappointed so I'm not surprised that Bluey Bluey said that um, because he's a realist, mate. You know, if he what what he what he just said then was, I would be pulling Sean aside. Yeah, he said it in really nice terms. I'd be pulling Sean aside and actually telling him to start doing what he's saying he's going to do. You know what I mean? He he needs to tough. He needs to toughen up. He needs to make tough decisions, and he needs to make tough decisions for the players around him. What I found really interesting then. On that conversation, though, was the back five. Now, 
He's right. When you come up against the top sides and their kick pressure, so there was no kick pressure last week from West Tigers. They were terrible. There was no kick chase. There was no strangling of the first three plays. When you come up the top sides, Melbourne, Penrith, Souths, you know, these type of teams, you're going to get a ton of kick pressure. So you're not going to have a decent kick come down, um, come out and, and get kick, good kick chase behind it. But when they kick the football, they're coming back at you 100 miles an hour and they're going to strangle those back five. And their big forwards are going to have to run back further. They're going to have to bring the ball out tougher. And it's going to be a real grind for them. And what Bluey's saying there, if they don't get that back five right, they can get a bit of size in there especially, then he can see them struggling for the rest of the year against those top sides. That was a real interesting talk from Bluey. Yeah, nice stuff. And double eight, double three. the uh, look, the Tempe Bed Post text machine there is there for you. 0800 How do you remedy that kick-chase pressure? How do you fix that? And also, well, from a back five situation, who's the answer? Is there someone, look, we're not going to go and sign Joey Manu, okay? So let's just put that to bed for now, but is there someone inside the Warriors camp that you've seen that you think can be a solution in that back five? I want to hear from you after this. Uh, we've got plenty more to come including Kevin Shoebridge, the America's Cup if you're waking up is, well it's still New Zealand's Cup PJ, but it's also going to be hosted in Barcelona. So, we got to work through that one. Kevin Shoebridge up after 7.30. It's Baz Nizzi for breakfast with Kempi. Spitting rhymes on the rugby league world, and Izzy here as well. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Sorry about the noise, my neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck, low maintenance with a 25 year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.